Hello, welcome along to Fox Force 5. This is episode four. If you've tuned in before, thank you for coming back. I am Kelly Crichton and And this is the lovely... Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're just clearly Nicola like starting off. <laughs> on feeling enthusiastic. Uh, yeah, so enthusiastic. Uh, I'm Nicola Murphy. <laughs> and uh, we are delighted to be with you today to talk to you about five things that you need to know. If you're a new listener, don't you don't have to go back to episode one, you know, do whatever you like. Jump in right here, jump in somewhere else, whatever. We're delighted to have you along. You can follow us on all social media on Fox Force 5 Pod. What's been happening, Nick? Oh gosh, um, what has been happening? <laughs> Time is a concept at the moment. Uh, not much. I, you know, I kind of found this week the news has been a bit more positive. Thank God. Mm. I actually feel mm. like for the first time in a long time, people seem to be kind of looking forward to the future and, you know, things are moving and things are looking good. So yeah, yes. quite feeling a bit more positive now this week, I have to say. And just looking forward to the summer. I'm like, roll on May, roll on June. Like we wishing are, the time away. We are focusing on the positive this week. Uh, the the first item that's coming up. I'm all about the positivity, Nicola. You're going to be mm. loving it, loving it. So yeah, we're we're upbeat this week. Um, yeah, we actually for the first time met some friends outdoors on Sunday. It was so nice, Aww. like just to meet people. Not in your house, you know, not that we met people in our house, but meet people anywhere, you know, meet people other than the people you meet in your house. And we went to get a coffee in this kind of like um, outdoorsy bit in Killarney. And the girls were so excited and we met up with some of our friends. We've got two little girls as well. So everyone had just arrived anyway on Sunday. It was hilarious. And um, we were going to get our coffee and I realized I forgot my mask. So I went back. Mm to the car to yeah. get my mask next thing I was kind of walking back over towards the gang and all I could hear was Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> Estelle and Effie my two little girls roaring Kelly, Kelly. I was like oh my god and there's like loads of people around the place including a few people that I know you know or <laughs> wouldn't know me or whatever and I was just like oh my god everyone's gonna think I'm a total asshole who makes <laughs> Their kids call them by their first name, but it's oh, all no. because Stuart, my husband, has been like training them to call me Kelly to annoy me at yeah. home. <laughs> oh my oh, god, I was god. mortified. I was like, I don't make them call me Kelly. I swear, I swear, it's mom or mama or ma or daddy actually <laughs> sometimes too. <laughs> god, yeah, I remember when we were small. I remember if you said to to mom if you called her by her name, she'd be so annoyed. She was like, oh. "God, my name's your mom, and I deserve that title." I don't know why I'm so attached to it but I just I, I it, it kind of harks to me of somebody trying to be their kid's best friend you know oh call me by my first name we, we're like equals no you're not you're their mom or dad yeah. but then it got me kind of thinking about isn't it funny the way when we're talking about parents or grandparents we say nana or gaga or granddad or mom mm. or dad but we don't say sister or brother like I don't call you sister yeah you know, it's funny isn't or it? it doesn't go down the way we don't say grandchild or whatever you know so uh anyway it's interesting I suppose it's got reverence like you say there's a bit yeah. of weight in it or whatever but oh it was funny I was mortified but there you go if you ever hear my kids roaring at me on the street it's not my fault oh, okay. oh, <laughs> but it was lovely to get to... out and yeah. the weather hasn't caught up with us yet unfortunately it was freezing so when it lasted about 20 minutes standing outside but you know what it was fab and roll on even those little encounters and being able to see real other human beings 
It was great. Mm. It's supposed to be so, glorious, I think, the weather this week. It's supposed to get nice and warm and the weekend's like 16 or 17 degrees. We yes. won't know what to do. Oh, my God. Bring <laughs> it on. Like get the paddling clothes out. Like, what can I actually wear that will fit me now oh, that no. we're emerging from this lockdown? <laughs> uh, well, we're going to talk about all of that again in different guises across the, uh, across the course of the pod. So, yeah, there was lots of interesting news this week. Little have committed to giving uh, sanitary products to people who need them. Fantastic. It's a shame the government didn't do it first and we really shouldn't be relying on a business or, you know, fair play to Little, but also, you know, this is a marketing thing. Like this is a CSR thing. You know, they are getting kudos out of it. You know, they're not like a charity entity, you know, Um, but they're working alongside the Simon community and the GA actually to provide um, sanitary products to any women who want them um which i think is fantastic you can anyone can get them if they've got the app and they download a coupon but they also realize that not everybody has a smartphone etc so they're working with the simon community and giving them products as well and the ga so that was just really great news so first country in the world to have that facility so the government Mm -hmm. need to back it up now and put some money behind it as well i think that would be good yeah absolutely and other major news this week uh the super league and jose Mourinho. Just yeah, joking. Oh <laughs> I, was, I was like, please don't. <laughs> please no, don't. I, no, obviously, oh that's God. dominating the minds of some of our male and female listeners, but it wouldn't be dominating mine. No, <laughs> so do you know go. what? I know this sounds kind of strange, but it's kind of refreshing to hear people are kind of turning against those teams. I have to say a little I bit know. just to be like, it's all money, you know, it's money, money, money. And to kind of be, you know, the realization I think is is being vocalized now. So that's good. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all it's, know it's money anyway. It's but now it's just they look bad, really. Yeah. Think, but I feel like a lot of fans feel betrayed, but um does I think that's gonna play out. I, somebody pointed out on Twitter there a bit earlier that they they made this a big announcement about the Super League, then they didn't back it up with any like there wasn't even a Facebook page or a brand or anything. Yeah. And they're like, what are they doing? They're just playing games, aren't they? But anyway, also, it was, I was like Sunday night that it was announced, which was really mm. weird. It was very strange timing, whatever they were mm. aiming at there. But listen, let's not go there. I'm so sick of this about <laughs> this already. I was I'm just sure kind of trolling you there. I was just like, is Nicola going to have a heart <laughs> attack if I throw some sports soccer news? I know it's not your sport in particular. You're you're mad into your sports, but not particularly soccer. But there you go. Uh, okay, let us get started then. Coming up first, number one. One. So number one this week, we're talking all about self love, my darling. Aww. So um, I came across this during the week, and I thought we all need a bit of this right now. What am I talking about? Self love. Uh, I remember as a child, we had a little shop in Killarney. It was called The Body Shop. I don't know if you remember it. It may even have been gone by the time you were sort of uh, a teenager. But it was kind of like the Irish version of a body shop, but not the actual body shop that we all know now. Um, oh, I was that wondering, you said it. I can't Yeah, know. no, it was like just a kind of a rip-off version. And you could buy things like bubble bath and shampoo and nice little smelly soaps and those little ball capsule things of oil that you could burst in the oh, back. Oh, God, and all I that used to love stuff. those, yeah. <laughs> I used to collect those. And fancy soaps that you just collected and never actually used, yeah. which is a bit weird when I think back about it now. But I loved that shop. Oh, my God, when I was about 10 years old, that. And there was a shop called Cards and Things where you could buy, like, fancy pens and stuff. I remember that. I remember Cards and Things and uh, Razzle Dazzle. That was about the yeah like your fiver pocket money or whatever would go miles in those places Mm. do you know what I mean so anyway back to the body shop 
the body, the actual body shop was founded by Anita Roddick in the UK in 1976. And the whole idea about it was being able to kind of refill products and very natural products that there was no kind of marketing hype about like they did what they said on the tin and she did really well with it and they did some really powerful advertising campaigns and they used plus size dolls in their campaigns they're probably mm. one of the first people ever to do it yeah. and it was a hugely hugely popular brand and you know there's one on every high street um now not as big today i would say but the brand is still very popular um and they're online there's still as well. one in cork and oliver punk street there's yeah, oh, yeah there is yeah yeah well yeah. oh, they're still going but like i think at their peak they had it's like tens of thousands of shops yeah, you know what i mean like crazy kind of stuff died away a little they do like their own uh mm. makeup and all that now as well They've exactly like branched out they were very prevalent in the you know no animal cruelty kind of stuff oh, as yes, well yeah. which is more standard these days but back when you know they were testing makeup on rabbits and things like that so anyway they recently did a research into self-love and from November to December last year, they asked 22,000 people from 21 countries how they rated their self-worth, happiness and well-being. The results were really interesting and they found the average score on the self-love index was 53 Aww. on a scale of 1 to 100, which sadly means nearly That's half really of us are dominated by self-doubt. So some of the other findings were that 6 in 10 wished they had more self-respect, 4 in 10 of Generation Z, which is... 1997 to 2015 they fall into the lowest self-love group which is very sad as well Mm. four in ten say they feel useless at times and these feelings are particularly acute for transgender people minorities and those that spend time taking care of others nearly one in three people who use social media two plus hours a day have the lowest self love score and i feel like i may fit into that to to in a bit hours yeah i don't think that's surprising in that that category but yeah i'm probably there and women feel nervous anxious and depressed more than men and the lgbtq plus community also tends to have lower self-love than cisgender and heterosexual people now there's so much information in this report that's only just some of the highlights that i grabbed out of it um but they gave some context as well about the current situation with the pandemic And they found that people who had a higher self-love score were also more resilient and rated themselves better to be able to bounce back. Mm. So you can go on to the Body Shop website and have a look at this. There's a report. There's loads of stuff. They do. There's a big chunk on the beauty industry and how that makes us feel as well. And you can also take a little quiz on there, which will kind of say... How you where feel. you're at mm. in your self-love journey you know um but did you do the quiz what I, did you do the quiz I did, I did actually <laughs> I did and it's not it's not super scientific it's like yeah. at the end you're kind of like did you get mostly A's mostly B's or mostly C's and mine was quite mixed actually mm. which they don't really say if you got mixed of everything but um I would say I'm more positive like it was mostly c's i got which was the kind of like you know you're well on your way to uh being confident but you have your blips and this kind of thing you know Mm. which i think is probably true of a lot of people yeah um but it's worth doing because it makes you think about how you'd react in certain situations as well and what surprised me was you might be very confident in one of your answers and the next one you're like oh no and you're at the other end of it yeah which is strange you know so anyway they recommend eight steps so i'm going to go through these fairly quickly I just thought they were interesting because we hear an awful lot about self-love and about usually it's like be kind to yourself and be kind to other people. 
<laughs> and that's supposed to fix everything. And you're like, yeah. for fuck's sake, you know what I mean? What do you think I'm doing? We're on being nasty to everybody. Come on. So these are slightly different. They're maybe a little bit more specific. So the first one is raise your vibration. <laughs> Okay, now, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Nicola Murphy, and it's not that type of vibration. <laughs> that dirty mandarin. Oh, you know me so well. <laughs> so, actually, here what they're talking about is getting your positive energies flowing, and they want to get your blood pumping. So they talk about like listening to your favorite music, which I know for me this is huge. If I put on, if I'm in yes. a, not a great mood or whatever, yes. and if I hear a song I love or I put on a song I love mm. and I blare it, like it can literally change yeah. me totally from not to 10. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I wouldn't use it as a proactive tool to improve my mood. But I probably should <laughs> save everyone a lot of heartache. <laughs> but they're kind of saying, listen, to, you know, listen to your favorite music. It'll make yeah. a difference. It'll make positive impact and vibrations around your body so that's I love that that's a pretty simple step but genuinely I actually listen to much less music these days I have to say than I would have done before and I find when I have like a certain song on or whatever it may be even just music and stick in the airpods and go for a walk or whatever it makes such a difference like trying a bit of Lizzo there now and you know yeah. loving yourself at the end actually Lizzo was on earlier and I found myself popping along <laughs> as well she's a great um advocate for this but yeah I think it puts a little spring in your step doesn't it like and we all I what I'm de- terrible at doing is I'm like I've got 50 podcasts I want to listen to I've got an audiobook mm. I want to listen to I want to listen back to something that was on the radio at the weekend Brendan O'Connor or music and musicals or something I always have a list of things I want to listen to and I don't stop to listen to music you know and I need to do that more um so I'm going to try and do that number two is switch off and tune in so they're like turn off social media we all know social media can have a negative impact on us um if you can't turn off social media at least unfollow accounts that make you feel bad about yourself Mm -hmm. you know or you know it could be something fairly innocuous like a clothing line that you follow but if it's all like skinny sun-kissed Swedish models that are have completely unattainable figures etc that's not going to make you feel good about yourself is it like you know yeah I did I did have kind of done a bit of that like a bit of culling and that's a terrible thing to Mm. say but like I actually haven't done it now for a while, but it's kind of refreshing. Or if there's somebody who annoys, like it's a terrible thing to say, but there's probably people we all follow that kind of annoy you or sometimes they put up something and you're like, oh, just not that I'm a troll or anything like that. I've never commented or anything like that, of course, but like just unfollow them. Yeah, exactly. Like You don't need that negativity in your life, do you? And like it's not adding anything, is Mm. it? You know, so yeah, so I think that's a good, a good suggestion. Have a little social media call and remember to switch off Mm. and disconnect. Number three, connect with nature. So I think this is something people have got a bit better with over lockdown because you just have to go outside because there's nothing bloody else to do, is there? You know, Mm. Um, but, you know, get out into nature for at least 15 minutes a day, whether it's a walk or a run or just a stroll. But I mean, some people obviously do things like sea swimming or more extreme outdoor sports like whatever floats your boat you know what I mean Mm. I'm not sure I have the courage to get into the sea even in the summer but (laughs) I would in the summer but you know like there's a big it's obviously a big fad at the moment um sea swimming and all that but look it's supposed to be great for you just even getting out the house and being in nature rather than staring at a screen or being claustrophobic you know in your environment you're in the other 23 hours of the day or whatever it's got to be good for you yeah, I remember actually the, the start of January, I don't know, was it after Christmas, you know, you kind of go out of your routine and all that stuff. And it was like the first, second week of January and I hadn't really been out walking or anything. And God, I felt like 
death you know I felt like so down in the dumps and so like out of form totally and then I just kind of started walking again like every day going for a walk even like half an hour 40 minutes and god like such a difference honestly even now I still feel so much more positive than then I haven't really turned back since that like low point you know so yeah it's good definitely recommend it yeah I know what you're saying I was kind of in the same boat last year for the first few weeks of lockdown mm. I was working and trying to mind the kids and all that and I wasn't getting out and it was really intense life was really intense anyway and I swear once I started getting out for even 15-20 minutes a day made such a difference mm. made such a difference really? and I ended up sort of building up such a habit out of it that there isn't a day goes by now that I don't get out it's it's a rule you know and yeah. um yeah I'm kind of glad for it I think we all need a break from indoors anyway mm. regardless you're tinky of this weekend <laughs> aren't you aren't you running a tinky this weekend <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay moving on number four <laughs> is accept yourself this I think can be difficult um mm. their advice is focus on all the great qualities you have instead of falling into negative patterns of self-critique Try practicing five positive affirmations a day. For example, I am loved. I am good enough. I think mine would be, I kept my children safe, clean and fed today. (laughs) And I suppose if I didn't achieve much more than that, well, it's better than nothing. But yeah, I guess it's trying to focus on the positive, you know, and accept yourself and keep that sort of negativity voice at bay, the little red devil. Um, Number five, I love this one. Say no. (laughs) So this... This is all about setting boundaries and actually saying, you know, saying no to requests, but also rejecting negativity around you. Yeah, that's really important. This is just visualizing a gate that opens and closes easily and think about what you want to let in through Mm. the gate and what doesn't serve you. And try saying no to one thing today without saying you're sorry. (laughs) And just think, the more you turn away, what doesn't serve you? What more beautiful stuff could you be letting in? Oh, God. Yeah, no, look, I mean, I was with you there at the start, but she lost me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. Like, no. There are, you know, some negative stuff. Like, even sometimes it can just be, you know, what you're watching on TV. If it's very dark or whatever, yes. and you kind of get, like, sucked into it. You know, we don't need mm. that. No, no more. Definitely not at the Agreed. moment. Agree. You know? Agree. I remember when I was pregnant with Estelle, reading a thing about how women in India stop watching television and listening mm. to the radio when they're wow. pregnant because they don't want to consume any kind of negativity. Yeah, I thought that's amazing. Yeah, I just couldn't consume it because I was an emotional wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly yeah, not anything with children though. in it anyway. But um, yeah, but you're right. You're right. Yeah, sometimes you just need to, you're like, why am I doing this to myself? Mm. There was a couple of weeks in a row there where we ended up watching films about people dying and I was like, Jesus Christ, this yeah. is... No, I kind of have to be careful enough in what I watch these days because, you know, like I was saying a couple of weeks ago, it was kind of cathartic having a, a cry to stuff, but like that's grand once a week. But, you know, when it becomes <laughs> the regular, <laughs> every day. there's probably a problem there. But uh, You're burning yeah. through the Kleenex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, number six is be grateful. Very simple, mm-hmm. self-explanatory, you know, but apparently research has shown that gratitude actually has a positive impact on us mentally um, and it centers us more in the moment which I think is always a good thing rather than living for tomorrow. Number seven is love your tribe. And there's lots of research that shows people who have solid friendships tend to be happier than those who do not. It's all about social connection and we should check in on others to check they're okay and they'll likely do the same for us. So yes, 
Thank God for buddies. And number eight is spread the love. Acts of generosity are proven to positively increase our sense of self and quality of life. Being kind to others releases endorphins, also known as the helper's high. Think along the lines of making a small difference. Smile at people, hold the door for someone, give up your seat, that kind of thing. And I know they're probably in non-COVID times, but you get the gist. Seek that helper's high. I like that little. Yeah, I think um, that's a big one for us. Like, mm. you know, our mother, she's a very generous person. She's constantly yes. like buying little things and doing things like that. And I think that's a habit that we've gotten as well. And I actually really like it, although it can leave you a bit broke sometimes. Yeah. But it, it is nice to do stuff for others, even if it's little things here and there. And it's so appreciated. I think especially Just be thoughtful. Yeah. Mm. And especially in these like times, you know, even the, the smallest little thing can make such a difference, you know, like getting a postcard through the door or something like that it's so nice so yeah, yeah I definitely agree or with that even one. like a text out of the blue just to say yeah. hey I was thinking about you or whatever um mm. just those little things I think they do make a difference to people's day so that they're the eight tips and nice. yeah the body shop fair place the body shop they have committed to no not airbrushing any of their photography and they use really diverse models of all shapes and sizes with unique bodies in their marketing campaigns which is to be applauded as well and they've got some really fantastic ambassadors at the moment like Gina Martin who is an author and activist and she campaigned to get the law changed on upskirting in the UK um mm. and another one of their campaigners uh, or sorry ambassadors is um Cher Ellis and she's the founder of at Girls Will Be Boys which is an online online platform that blurs the lines between gender roles so mm. very good interesting research and obviously again like I said about little it is a marketing tool for them but you know what it's it's a bit of worthwhile research as well so yeah yeah but like uh, you know I woke up to that yesterday morning and it was such nice news though to wake up to on a Monday morning where it was like oh you know positive news again like mm -hmm. I was saying that stuff makes a difference at the moment to kind of have that positivity and try to cut out the negativity and it definitely does make a difference it's like the ongoing saga with Colin the Caterpillar have you seen that (laughs) yeah that's all Twitter has been great crack now over the last week initially I was like LD don't be dicks now you did copy him you know but actually it's turned into such a saga everywhere has copied it it's like Tesco's of course (laughs) they have and that's been years Mm. why Mark Spencer's decided to pick on LD I don't know but if people don't know about this basically LD copied a cake that M&S has everybody else has as well every other supermarket but MS decided to lodge a complaint with the high court in the uk or whatever but aldi are just ripping the piss out of marks yes. and spencer's oh, it's really great on, pr for them actually on you know. social media and now did you hear it? they're bringing the cake back and giving the money to charity oh that's so nice <laughs> so they're like oh. let's not they're like hey MS, let's not put money in the lawyer's pockets let's uh. <laughs> give it to charity so they're like blackmailing them That's emotionally such blackmailing PR. them oh god smart oh, clever people. hilarious so yeah so there you go it's all about self-love people so even if you could do three of the eight things we suggested there i'm sure you'd be feeling better so let's move on to number two two so we'll move on to our entertainment piece so uh actually a few kind of random enough things over the last week actually mm-hmm. um so the first one I was going to talk about is, you may have noticed it if you're a true crime fan, which I know you like mm-hmm. a bit of true crime, but you're not as I obsessed do. as I am. Um, you know, I have an unhealthy obsession with true crime. <laughs> I listen to podcasts, various podcasts about true crime. I love mm. a good true crime documentary. And uh, yeah, just can't get enough of it. And fair play to Netflix. They do really good ones. And I know there's a few really good ones coming. Sophie de Tescon du Plantier. There's a good one coming um, about mm-hmm. her on Sky in a few weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. But... Where's Cork, the podcast, one of the best I've ever listened yeah, to. Yeah, brilliant. If you're looking for a true crime podcast. But yeah, go on, oh, sorry. Gosh. 
But yeah, so anyway, just a big, big fan of true crime. So anytime Netflix have any documentary that I know is kind of based around this, uh, you know, I kind of immerse myself into it fully. But this week, um, I also go by the top 10 on Netflix, to be honest, which if I'm ever really stuck for something to watch, I'd be mm. like, hmm, what's in the top 10? So yeah, this is number one it, or really. two. Yeah, this is number one or two kind of um, mixing it up during the week. But so I kept seeing it. So I said I'd come back to it. So it's called Why Did You Kill Me? You heard anything about it? Not a sausage. Again, every week I'm conscious because I don't want to spoil things for people, mm. but I was really intrigued by it because in the trailer, you basically see that this is kind of all about catching a killer, trying to catch a killer using MySpace back in the day, back in 2006, to catch a killer basically of this girl who was shot. So, Crystal Theobald. So, she was only 24. She was in the car with her brother and was um, shot and died. Um, the poor girl so it's all about her story and the family story and in particular her mother and what her mother does to try to find out who the person was who was the killer and okay. um, it's very gang orientated like it turns out to be again, members of a certain gang that are obviously the culprits here and it's kind of all about that but <laughs> there's a few bits in it that are kind of questionable so her mother actually enlisted the help of uh, Crystal's cousin Private Dick no Crystal's <laughs> cousin who was o- only 14 at the time so, you know oh so very young to mm. basically create an account on MySpace and add all these guys from this gang and basically start like chatting away to them and getting to know them and mm. finding kind out kind fishing absolutely they knew the mm. car because it had been seen so like fishing asking about the, their cars you know all this stuff okay. kind of getting them to fall for her it's quite Undercover. strange and she was only mm. 14 though so it's kind of uncomfortable mm. um and also there's uh, two accounts then eventually she creates a second account and like it literally uses a picture of crystal on it and is still chatting away to all these guys and they don't know who she is or anything like that Jesus. so it's kind of strange and then the little niece so it was her niece um the mother's niece so, so she kind of gets sick of it because the mother is kind of constantly asking her to do things to say this say that and she got really sick of it and she could kind of tell that one of the guys is kind of falling for her a little bit the guy mm. who they think actually shot crystal okay so it's uh it's kind of messed up i don't know um but anyway the mother is kind of hell-bent on it and she kind of takes over and uses myspace to kind of start a bit of a turf war as well it, it's crazy there's some crazy it's bits true to story. It. yeah true story oh, true. Okay. so um yeah and the mom is is being interviewed on it and she's talking all about it and what she did and you know she even picked out this kind of part of the desert she went to the mall to meet at and basically shoot each other up and it's kind of crazy it goes completely off off the kilter touch a breaking bed yeah yeah and there's a detective in it innocent normal person goes off the richter scale well i suppose the the loss of your child and what you do so like in one sense it's you know as a mother it you know it's really tough to kind of see that like what she was pushed to but yeah, it was interesting. Um, it was. I think it could have been a lot better the way it was done. I'll be honest mm. with you. Now, if you have an hour and a half to spare and you like true crime, you'll probably enjoy it. But it wasn't the best true crime documentary I've ever seen or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it was just a bit kind of wild, I suppose. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the um kind of what went on, and I won't tell you kind of what how it resolves itself or whatever. But interesting well, concept. Yeah, <laughs> like the whole is gassing MySpace, you know, and like 
God, I remember being on <laughs> not MySpace, but I don't know, like MSN chat rooms, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm 18," and you were like 14, chatting away to random people. Do you remember oh, like God. ASL and all that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Thinking Jesus. back in it, I'm like, "Oh Jesus!" But um, and yeah. all those freaks who were like, "Do you want a cyber whatever?" Yeah, that entails yeah. going oh, into God. a private room. Oh my God! It was like, "Uh, uh." Get away, Jesus. Ah. But you know, like just a very strange, strange um story. But yeah, kind of yeah. heartbreaking because the poor mom, you know, was kind of heartbroken after it. But oh. she kind of turned a leaf anyway, and she seems to have kind of gotten on with her life a bit. So yeah. So anyway, mm. like I said, I don't know what am I recommending it. I'm more just saying, look, if you're the time you like true crime, it might yeah. be worth watching. Cool. Um, the other thing that I have been watching is Love Hate. So I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And now streaming it all on the RT player. So I'm on, we started season four last night. So really enjoying that. So if anyone has, I remember like everyone for years, for years telling me to watch Love, Hate and I never got around to it and finally have. And there's five seasons. So, you know, I'll keep you busy for a few weeks for sure if you want to dive into it. So yeah, enjoying Mm -hmm. that too. So it's on the RT player. We finished it not that long ago, actually, because I think we watched the first series when it first came out and then, nothing after that so last year i decided right come on we'll do love hate i loved it yeah like i mean it was one of the best things i watched last year in the whole round of the year i just thought it was brilliant really brilliant um there's a few bits you know that kind of reminds me of the wire that same kind of mm. grittiness like you know Mm -hmm. certain bits where i'm like oh that's very reminiscent of it that same kind of genre you know very violent at Mm. parts it's the only thing i didn't like about it because i'm a bit of a wuss when it comes to serious violence and you know physical real serious Mm. like beat em up scenes and stuff i get a bit like oh god but Oh, the tension in it is unreal yeah. and it's a bit of a it's a bit like watching really in the years now because like mm. the fashion and the music and everything are like oh jesus did we wear those jeans you know or whatever know, like yeah, the yeah. but the acting is brilliant in it and yeah fantastic really loved it loved it so that's one a thing great i find yeah but with that it's funny because the first season i think is light enough you know it's not it's like serious but like kind of a good yeah. few laughs and stuff and each season as it goes on it gets oh, Jesus, more and more serious worse. and yeah, more does, harrowing kind of so yeah. if you watch the first season you're like this isn't that bad just wait <laughs> it definitely gets worse i have a bone to pick with you niji i have a bone to pick with you you'll see that when it comes on later in it Anyway, yeah, RTV this week as well was a bit all over the shop. Um, I am looking forward to Downton Abbey 2 announced for Christmas time. It said it'll be in cinemas, presuming cinemas are actually still in existence. They will be, Kelly. Positive. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. So Downton Abbey 2, yeah, coming Christmas. Yeehaw. And uh, Handmaid's Tale is going to be on in a few weeks time. Mm. Saw a trailer for that. Looks absolutely brilliant. But we'll talk about that in detail maybe another day yeah looking forward to that as well i love a bit of handmaid's tale cool okay right that's our entertainment bit this week coming up next we have fox of the week number three three right well fox of the week is a departure this week nicola because it's the (laughs) first man to feature on fox of the week uh, we let them in every now and again, I suppose. Lol. Let nobody be said that we're gender discriminating. <laughs> exactly. And uh, up this week is none other than Uktaran Naharan Michael Aww, D. Higgins. Everyone's favourite uh, little man. <laughs> yeah. In case anyone outside the country doesn't know who that is, he is the ninth president of the Republic of Ireland. He's a Gael Gore, a human rights activist, a sociologist and a poet. 
and many other things too, of course. Mm. And now he turned 80 this week. So there's been a lot of chat about that. And happy birthday, Mr. President. But <laughs> rather than uh, giving you a big rundown on everything he's achieved in his career and his life, we're going to focus a bit on what he's done in relation to women. Mm. So uh, he's been a politician most of his life. He served as a TD, a senator. Um, and he was president of the Labour Party before he became the actual president of the country uh, for the first time in 2011. And then he was re-elected in a landslide victory in 2018. And he, I think it's a seven-year term, so he'll be there yeah. until 2025. He was on um, Reeling in the Ears this year, this week, on Sunday's episode. It was his election, actually. Yes, mm. I'd forgotten so much of that as well, yeah. So um, he's long supported women and was to the forefront of campaigns for progressive change on equal pay, access to contraception and divorce, which were all massive subjects in this country in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And in 1984, along with another former president, Mary Robinson, they introduced a bill which removed the label of illegitimacy from oh. children of unmarried parents. Can you believe it even existed? Jeez, um, he also helped secure rights for people with disabilities and many other campaigns which impact women directly. He's been a longtime supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. And in his inauguration speech in 2018, he stated it was important that each person is free to express their sexuality, gender or relationship and vowed to be a president for all Irish people. So he That's is kind of important the... that he was president, I suppose, during the two referendums and all that over the last yes. 10 years as well. I'm yes. kind of glad it was him that he was the Yes, for gay marriage and for the abortion referendum. Yeah, absolutely. So, um... He is one of the champion world leaders of the He for She project, which is the United Nations global solidarity movement for gender equality. Mm. And it works to encourage men and people of all genders to stand in solidarity with women to bring about true gender equality. And um, as I say, he's a longstanding champion and encourages men to work with women and with each other to build businesses, raise families and give back to their communities. Sounds Utopian, does it not? Um, earlier this year, he commented when the report on the mother and baby homes was published saying women's rights had been violated and that the state and the church bear a heavy responsibility for this. And he went on to say what many in power didn't, which was the focus now sh as a state and as a community must be to urgently meet the needs of and address the concerns of the survivors and their families as they've experienced yeah. and expressed them and do whatever is necessary to support them, which I don't think the government is no, doing, actually. No, I don't think so either. Which is a shame, and this is going to rumble on and on, but Michael D seemed to have a clearer grasp of what needed to be done then. I think it's important to look TDs. at the human level of it, you know, like he, yeah. that's what he's doing, trying to look at the survivors and all that and Absolutely. acknowledge it. And yeah, yeah. It seems to be missing. So on International Women's Day this year, he said, What we've achieved in terms of equality has not fallen from the sky. It's required courage in several generations. And, th and that is still the challenge. Making a difference is, of course, never easy. It takes immense courage to stand out, to refuse to accept cultural or behavioural dimensions of thinking and to stand up to and work to put an end to authoritarian and paternalistic controls that others may have been conditioned to accept as normal. On this International Women's Day, he said, as we pay tribute to the extraordinary and the everyday contribution, vitality and courage of Irish women, I call on all our people to accept responsibility for the vital role of men in recognising a world founded on mutual respect, support and equality between genders. So, you know, mm. it's always 
something he's been he has the track record to show that he's yeah, always been there an advocate you know voting the right way and all the, those bits of legislation even when he was in opposition he was always you know an advocate mm. for women um which is fantastic so i'm going to share a picture of him that's quite famous in ireland on our social media it's the one of him um at Slane in 1984 when Bob Dylan played and it's black and white and he's wearing sandals and jeans and his shirt is kind of ripped open half down to his waist (laughs) and like he's clearly loving life and everyone and as relaxed as you could be and enjoying the spectacle and there's bodies strewn all around him on the ground Mm. and it really is like man of the people you know and he is and we love him here in Ireland and we think we think he should be president of the world, actually, but we don't have the mm. military power to back it up. So we settle for <laughs> Miguel DT cozies instead. Oh, he, so, he just um, warms my heart. And I know everybody is yeah. the same, really. Like, it's just so nice and it would make you so proud to have somebody like him representing Absolutely. us, you know. And like, I think, to be fair, in this country, we've done well. Our last three presidents at least have been, um, you know, pretty yes. groundbreaking in terms of having female presidents as well. But there's just something about him. He's just such a lovely character. And yes. I watched some of his interview with... Um, Tuberty on Friday night as well he had his own special interview with him you know and it was mm. quite nice as well just to kind of hear his journey and he's so in love with his wife as well and the way he talks about oh. Sabina is so fabulous oh I mm-hmm. just love it I just love the man and I his fabulous <laughs> dogs he's got these yeah. two Burmese mountain dogs as well and he's yeah he's a poet president and you know long live Miggledy mm. so congratulations on being the first male fox of the week <laughs> <laughs> up next number four so number four this week, I thought I would talk about things that we can spend our money on in lockdown. Yes. <laughs> oh no, I'm only joking. Presents but... for other people, Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Um, so actually, some people asked me about this after I mentioned it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. But this week, I thought I'd go through some subscriptions that have caught my eye about things that you can purchase or you can purchase for others or, you know, that people are spending cool. their money on at the moment. And it adds a bit of joy to my month. I Coming through the door. Yes, yeah, we all like to get a parcel through the door. Absolutely. So the one, the first one I mentioned was a box of wine. So it's just boxofwine.ie. Um, this is the one I signed up for. So my good friend Elaine actually recommended this to me. <laughs> so I blame her for all the fancy uh, bottles of wine. Stockpiling it away there. The yeah. yeah. So um, these guys are actually, so an Irish company, obviously, it was set up last year. So it's kind of nice to support them. It was one of the reasons why I signed up for it as well, just because you kind of feel like you're supporting local as well. So three guys, um, Connor Duggan, Neil O'Reilly and Connor Mulligan, who have combined 25 years of drinking wine and 30 plus years working in hospitality. <laughs> and they're all under 30. <laughs> so oh um, their aim is to create a brand new way of enjoying wine, of enjoying wine at home. And we want to make the world of wine a less intimidating place to expand your palate and to introduce fantastic great value wine you won't find in your local supermarket so i know it sounds like i'm trying to flag this i'm not mm-hmm. um <laughs> it was when i started doing it there was a discount on the their instagram so keep an eye on their mm-hmm. instagram if you like so at box of right. wine you might get mm-hmm. a discount as well um it's 55 euro normally i think i got it for like 48 or something and you mm-hmm. can pause it so you can sign up for a month two months and pause it then oh, if you good. want yeah i've paused it actually for this month now although i was a bit sad when it didn't arrive but um <laughs> my beautiful wine but you know it is a little bit intimidating trying to try new fancy red wines and stuff and not mm. knowing what it is like I know I'm a Malbec drinker and a Shiraz and after that mm-hmm. then things get a bit intimidating so 
it was uh, I liked it it was enjoyable the last few months and it was nice for Christmas to have a few fancy battles to bring home and, and did they let you well. sort of say these are the kind of wines I like and they kind of curate yeah you do a quiz actually I forgot to mention okay. that so you do a quiz tell them what you like what you like mm-hmm. wine for is it drinking socially or drinking with your food or they ask you these types <laughs> or to questions. get pissed or please go to the supermarket <laughs> <laughs> so yeah absolutely um, yeah. but it's good they curate it now you know for example I hate Chardonnay so like you can also say Ugh. please oh, never God, ever Chardonnay. include Chardonnay and they won't send it yeah. and good. you can change it so you can get one of each and get rosy white and red or you can get tree red mm-hmm. or tree white or whatever way you want to do it um, so yeah yeah, and it's a nice little present for other people too even if you want to sign up for a month or two so three and, battles is it yeah, every month three battles okay. yeah and you cool. do your little quiz and yeah it's nice uh, a few others just to mention um, mm. the gin box so I know a couple of people who do this they get a beautiful battle of gin every month mm-hmm. so you know what you're going to get it's a little bit different to the box of wine because the box of wine can be anything totally random mm-hmm. whereas with the gin box they do tell you okay this month is blah 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 wine so uh, gin so this um it's 60 euros a month so it's a bit rich but you can sign up for like once every three months or again you All can right. kind of tell them you know i'll pay now and then they'll charge you again in three months time for your next box okay. or whatever mm-hmm. and in the box you get like little few treats so it's a little bit different you get like you'll get tonic and maybe some nice glasses or a candle okay. or some biscuits or chocolates or whatever it may be mm, so bit if of a lucky a... dip about it that's exciting yeah and it's kind of fancy looking gin like i'm not a gin drinker after a few bad experiences as a teenager but uh, <laughs> the smell even still like brings back mm-hmm. some memories or lack of but um yeah it's a nice little treat though again a i gift. think a great a, a great gift for a gin drinker mm. yeah i'm not a gin drinker either but gin drinkers tend to be really into their gin you know what i mean yeah. so definitely so a, a nice idea. one because like 60 quid is rich you'd want to get a nice gin for that and definitely wouldn't be something i'd say you do every month whereas mm. well like with the wine at least you're getting three bottles you know so you can kind of look them up and see if you're getting your value for money whereas with this you're kind of it's a lot it's, it's a little bit um, mm. expensive in my opinion but again if you wanted to gift it to somebody or anything like that i think it's a lovely thing to do so another suggestion um and then this one too i'm mad into flowers lately so in the last few months my kind of one of my lockdown purchases is flowers i just always have flowers in the house these days Hmm. it just they just make me happy it's like you know even get like a reduced bunch in tesco's or whatever because like once you chop the ends off them and look after them you know the house the last in your house for ages especially in Mm. the winter when it's colder Mm -hmm. so um this is one so if you're into your floral um floral flowers arrangements <laughs> arrangements yeah. uh mm-hmm. the bouquet box.ie so i've seen a lot of instagram heads kind of flagging this as well but they've been in business for a good few years so, since 2017 and again this is actually fortnightly you mm-hmm. can get it uh actually i think you can get it like once a week twice a month three times a month whatever way you want to so this is a bit more mm. flexible but it's kind of more weekly than it is monthly it's 26 euros a month um if you want your bouquet for what a, for a, a bouquet flowers of flowers week? a bouquet of flowers yeah oh for one for one yeah oh, okay yeah. yeah it's That's kind okay. of expensive well for like if you want to do it twice a month though we have 54 yeah i don't know do you have a bunch of flowers that last two weeks like if you look after them or three yeah. even if you really look after them so now the only thing is i would say on this is like literally go to tesco's and get a fabulous bunch of flowers for like a fiver <laughs> you know so yeah, they don't last they don't I last don't these probably last longer what do you think i don't know kelly now you wouldn't have green fingers <laughs> i don't think <laughs> i would say flowers you get from a florist would could last up to three weeks flowers you get from tesco would last a week normally i don't know i bought like um a, 
I buy them once a week now and usually they last. It's very, it's about the heat as well. It depends where you push it. Them. But yeah. anyway, we're just like old mm. women here talking about our flowers and making them last. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that's another one. Bouquetbox.ie and again, nice. an Irish company. So all of these are Irish companies. So it's nice to support. Cool. And then last but not least, just because I love cheese and you know, if you had your wine mm. subscription and your cheese subscription, I'm sure you would be very cheese happy Cheese subscription, person. that's like a magic yeah. phrase. Now you it? might get gout. So warning, warning, you may get gout if you follow my subscriptions don't eat the flowers <laughs> but sheridan's cheese so a fabulous oh, Jesus, company sheridan's beautiful oh my mm. god stop. so you can sign up for the cheese club membership so uh with this you it's kind of one month three months six months or 12 months so um that you sign up for and i had a look today and they're actually sold out totally for uh this month so april's gone so and anything you sign up for will be me and i'm, I'm the, actually jealous already yeah so you get your four <laughs> cheeses and then if you sign up for one month it's 45 euro three months it's 120 so it kind of goes down from there like it's more of that yep. it's more better value if you sign up for a longer period of time mm. but like 12 months is 420 quid Jesus Christ almighty Jesus, Jesus Christ Kelly Jesus <laughs> you'd want to really like your cheese but it's my again nice present for somebody like if someone wanted to buy me four blocks of cheese every month I'd be very happy I, yeah a cheese basket or a cheese mm. board it's a lovely thing to give somebody at Christmas yeah. and that kind of thing I think it's a bit different isn't it definitely um, that is fairly indulgent now to mm. spend but mind you, we probably spend that anyway on cheese. We just don't realise it spread out across 52 weeks of the year or whatever. I spend oh, about yeah. 200 euro on cheese over Christmas alone. So. Yeah. And like if I went to the English market now or something or mm. the fancy, fancy duns that has the cheese counter that has a mm. Sheridan's cheese counter in Cork, you would spend a fortune. Like now it was more fun pre-covid because you could go in and taste you could literally taste yes. all the cheeses oh mm. my god oh, jesus again but uh now <laughs> there's no you can't do jesus, that jesus mary and joseph so it's oh. less fun and you're kind of taking let's put that in the diary for something to do as soon as um lockdown is gone or the although actually that food stuff will probably have loads of mad restrictions for years to come but oh that sounds like heaven mm. yeah, you could have your wine subscription to pair with your cheese subscription to have your flour subscription at the same mm. time creating a wonderful atmosphere in your kitchen <laughs> where you're going to eat your cheese and drink your wine and drink your gin yeah absolutely and, like the one thing i would say about it it's just so nice to have something delivered to and you kind of forget about it next thing it's like oh my gosh my yeah. cheese is here <laughs> yeah the equivalent maybe in the past would have been like a magazine that yeah. came in the post or whatever you know i looked into before for sure a vinyl like a oh, vinyl yeah. subscription cool. thing and the thing that put me off was uh when i was looking at was it was actually quite reasonable it was like i don't know 40 quid a month or 50 mm. quid a month but you got like a new album a classic album and then they put something else in that was not like your random. choice yeah, yeah a random like thing that. and i was like i don't like people giving me things i don't necessarily yeah want. it's a waste then and you're kind of adding to waste now a candle is something because a candle is a candle you know you burn a candle or whatever mm. whereas they're giving me this piece of plastic and cardboard and all that yeah. that i don't actually want so i'm trying to trying to avoid excess mm. waste and stuff like that but i could see myself doing something like that down the line as well so it's cool as you say it's just a little thing isn't it it's it's probably you know a discretionary spend or luxury spend yeah. of a month but if mm. you've got it then why not you know why not treat yourself treat yourself okay coming up number five five right number five this week on our music slot uh, we all know the world of how we consume music has changed in the past 10 years 
And whilst this is a very kind of cyclical thing, you know, like the move from vinyl to cassette and cassette to CD and CD to MP3, etc. Streaming is now the most popular manner uh, to listen to our music and pay for it. So this throws up a lot of issues for songwriters, musicians and record labels. Mm-hmm. So this week at The Guardian, Bjorn Ulveus, uh, who is of Benny and Bjorn, i.e. ABBA, yeah. when you add in Agnita and Annefrid, ABBA, one of the greatest pop bands of all time, um, talked about how he believes that they would never have had the success they did if they were working in a world dominated by the pressures of streaming first. Oh. Essentially, what he's saying is that because songwriters are earning so little from streaming, they wouldn't be able to sustain themselves even if they were relatively successful. And if you've got to take on another job to pay the bills, like you can't concentrate on what you're doing and you're not going to succeed. So he says at the peak of their partnership, they would have only written and finished about 13 or 14 songs a year because they were they, they were quite ruthless with like yeah. discarding songs that they didn't think were perfect, you know. Um, and that meant they had a really high quality output because they were making enough money to sustain themselves to mm. work like that. Um, but because now people search for songs rather than songwriters Mm. that risk taking and creativity is discouraged because people just hear a song and want to hear the song and they're not discovering music like how we probably would have even done when we were kids like listening to a whole tape or whatever rather than just yeah albums are kind of dying off as well i think a little bit exactly Mm. yeah so abba have sold an estimated 385 million records which is astronomical by any standards but he reckons that would it not have been that wouldn't he would they wouldn't have a chance today he reckons you know in a world without ever can you just imagine that so sad that prospect what's that song isn't there a song like uh thank you for the music that wasn't it yeah it is thank you for the music can you imagine that would never have existed (laughs) but anyway just funny enough before we started recording the podcast i saw a news story about how Paul McCartney and Kate Bush and Stevie Nicks and 150 artists have today written to Boris Johnson calling for new legislation to protect artists. Oh, good. And they're pointing out that songwriters earn 50% of radio revenues, but they only get 15% in streaming. Like, that's a big difference. Um, Boris hasn't responded yet, but there is is actually work going on in the UK looking at um, fees for producers and songwriters and performers. And there's due to be a report published soon. So we'll see what mm. Bojo has to say about all that anyway. But back to ABBA. Um, and there was some great news as well from them in that they are planning on recording five new songs well, for their uh, so Avatar happy. tour. Yes. Woo! So they announced back in 2017 that they were going to do this digital tour. It was kind of like a virtual reality tour. Like they weren't going back mm. out on tour, but their avatars or avatars as they call them avatars oh, did you get it see what they did there very clever um, yeah so they had only planned on doing two new tracks for the tour but because of Covid and the delayed and everything they've now added three more to the repertoire so oh, brilliant um, that's hoped to go out in the next year or two and also uh, Mamma Mia 3 is said to be oh, in the works because brilliant. Judy Kramer who made the other two films and the ABBA musical said she was going to be working on it in lockdown. So that is all super uber exciting. Yay, that's all great news. Anything ever related, I'm there. I'm up for it. Yes, please. Remember we were going to go to that um, 
Yeah. They had one in London where it was like interactive Mama and you Mia. had your dinner and stuff and they like truce yeah. the fetru and you were on the stage and it was all yeah. interactive singing. And tickets and... were about 500 quid and we were yeah. like, yes, take my money. <laughs> I know. I would still like to go someday. When, Ludicrous I think times. When things mm-hmm. open, it'll be like, I will go to the opening of an of envelope. An envelope. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And get dressed up to the nines at, mm. while we're at it. That's the crack, Nick. That's the five things you need to know. Oh, well, I've definitely learned a few today anyway. So <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you were saying earlier about the weekend. Uh, myself and Stu have been training for a 10K. We're going to do it on Saturday. Mm. Haven't done a timed 10K in about, I'd say, six years. Well, so that'll be interesting. Like, I've not, never done kill one. Ourselves. Never. So, you know, <laughs> you're we're not going to kill me. ourselves. We just wanted to kind of give ourselves a target, something to work to, you know. So it's been good, actually, just going out on a Sunday and getting kind of a longer running. Um, so that'll be fun uh, on Saturday. And then we're going to fall off the wagon gloriously Yay. because we've been, well, I've been on the drive for five weeks, which feels like five years. And please drink responsibly. I don't think I have a drink problem, but I'm really looking forward to drinking some wine on Saturday after Ooh, my 10K. Enjoy and it. I may even get a takeaway. Yeah. So nice. looking forward to that. And I've promised the kids they can have a McDonald's as well at the weekend because we haven't had one for months. And Aww. also heard this week that they're not doing plastic toys anymore. So well done, McDonald's. Oh, yeah. gosh, those plastic toys are the most annoying thing ever. Like, yeah. you know, we'd find them around the house still. And it's like, that's just all such waste. Yeah. I, they're yeah. one thing that wrecks my head. So yeah. I'm actually delighted to hear that. The little books are lovely. You know, they put the books and old, uh, soft books toys. In. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. I don't mind that. But um, yeah, no, Shouldn't no. Shouldn't McDonald's, McDonald's airtime. But that's the plan for the weekend anyway. Mm. <laughs> Eating and drinking after a run. Sure, I feel like every weekend goes like that these days, you know. But uh, yeah, the weather's supposed to be nice. I am very look, much looking forward to sitting outside and doing nothing. Hurrah! Like all nice. the time, but still, you know, at least when you make the conscious effort to just chill out in the sunshine. Yeah, but, at uh, least when it's warm. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another thing on this weekend if people are looking for something to do. It's the Court Literary Festival, which is normally in Galway, but it's online. This year, uh, court.ie, which is C-U-I-R-T. And they've got some really good sessions with people like Blind Boy and mm. Marion Keys and Colm Tobin. And it's pay as you like. So, oh, you know, can you can go on and see what you like and donate what you like. So oh, um, interesting stuff there if you're looking for something other than outdoors or television. That's the crack. Fabulous. We'll be back Fabulous. next week. In the meantime, you can find us on all the different podcast podcast platforms. Um, If you're enjoying the podcast, please do share it with your friends and family or share it on social media or leave us a little review and spread help us spread the word. And you'll find us on social media at Fox Force 5 Pod. And we'll be back again next Wednesday. And keep yourselves safe and happy in the meantime. Self-love, baby. Love you. <laughs> love you too. Love yourself. Love me. Love me. Love, love you. Love. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.